Good morning. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing, Katina. Just sitting here. What? I'm so proud of you. (laughs) I'm so proud of you. Y'all, good morning. One of my sisters who is a tea preferred um, uh, was uh, uh, saying she's drinking coffee today. Song is uh popped in my spirit this morning. The struggle is over, like um that <laughs> that, and I was singing something else um, this morning about love. So the struggle, y'all know I don't sing. Is over. Mm. <laughs> the struggle is over for you. The struggle is over. Woo! Maybe you should put that in your the comments today. The struggle is over. Oh my God. The struggle is over. I don't know what my hair doing here today. For you, the struggle is over. That was in my spirit this morning. Come on, let's put that in the comments. When you share the video, share that. The struggle is over. Ah, come on. You might be prophesying to your circumstance or situation. I wouldn't skip out on that one this morning. The struggle is over. Come on, y'all. Oh, my God. The struggle is over. Hey, Lynn Lucky, thank you for sharing. For you, the struggle is over. Come on. Oh, my God. The struggle is over. Come on. Y'all know I don't sing. The struggle. My God, come on and prophesy to your circumstance or your situation. The struggle is over. Come on, my God. The cancer is over. Come on. Come on. My God, the strife is over. Whatever it is, the anxiety is over. Come on, y'all. Come on. The fear is over. Come on, y'all. The worry is over. Come on, my God. Whatever the sin is, whatever the stronghold is, the mind battles are over. Come on. The struggle is over. Come on, y'all. The struggle is over for you. The struggle is over. Come on, my God. Lupus. 
The lupus is over. Come on, y'all. Fibromyalgia. Fibromyalgia is over. Come on, y'all. My God, multiple sclerosis is over. Come on, y'all. Whatever it is that has been plaguing you, whatever it is that has been trying to come against you, whatever it is, it's over. Come on. Come on. The struggle is over for you. Come on. The struggle is over. Come on. Come on. The struggle is over for you. Come on. The struggle is over. My God. The struggle is over for you. Can I say that one time more time? The struggle is over. Come on, y'all. My God. The struggle is over. Whatever you've been dealing with, whatever's been trying to come against you, whatever's been trying trying to come against your mind, against your family. My God, the struggle is over for Javen, for Jaleel, for Jermaine, for Josiah, for Judah, for Lyric, for Logan, for Shiloh, for Zayden, for Casey. Come on. The struggle is over. I know I don't sing, but I'm singing this morning. The struggle is over. Come on, y'all. The struggle is over for you. Come on. The struggle is over. I feel that one. The struggle is over for you. Come on. If your neighbor been suffering, that ought to be your song for your neighbor. The struggle is over for my neighbor. Yeah, the struggle is over for Courtney. The struggle is over for Katina. The struggle is over for Cheryl. The struggle is over for Malisha. The struggle is over for Lavenda. The struggle is over for Lynette. Come on. The struggle is over for you. I feel like we prophesied to something this morning. That needs to be your song. That needs to be your testimony. When you share the video, my God, the struggle is over. Oh, my God. The struggle is over for you. Katina, the struggle is over for GB. The struggle is over for you. Come on. The struggle is over. Come on, Cam. The struggle is over for you. Come on. The struggle is over. Declare that over your life. The struggle is over for you. Come on, y'all. My God. The struggle is over. Come on. The struggle is over for you. Come on. The struggle is over. My God. The struggle is over for you. The struggle is over. Come on, y'all. The struggle is over for you. When you share the video into your timeline, into your whatever, just begin to declare it. The struggle Go is over for you. My God, the struggle is over. This morning as I was um, up and I was praying for you all in the shower, and every time I get into my bathroom lately, all I keep hearing is extreme breakthrough. Can I look up the word extreme? Like extreme breakthrough, not like... um 
just a little bit of breakthrough, but I just keep hearing the word extreme breakthrough. So I I spoke that over you guys today. I declared that over you guys today. Um, Lord God, I thank you that these vocal cords um, will be strong. I thank you that these vocal cords will last. I thank you, Father God, that you are giving strength to my vocal cords today. I thank you, Lord God, that we are overcoming every plot and plan of the enemy in Jesus' name. So extreme breakthrough, like the, the extreme breakthrough was what I was hearing, right? And I'm like, okay, Lord, the Lord never meant to leave you in the circumstances and the situations that you have been affected by. Like God didn't plan to leave you there. Like God didn't plan to leave you there. So this morning as I was praying and I'm talking about, like I put my, <laughs> I, I put my face um, on my shower wall and I'm just like, Lord, I thank you. <laughs> I decree and declare, Lord God, I hear you by the spirit saying extreme breakthrough. I thank you, Father God, today that they will experience extreme breakthrough in their life. So when we talk about the word extreme, woo, come on, can I just give y'all give y'all something this morning? When we talk about the word extreme, it is very pronounced. Woo, come on, come on. You ought to start just thanking, thank you, thank you, thank you for the extreme breakthrough. You ought to be saying thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. This is the point where you ought to just say, stop trying to figure out how he going to do it. Stop trying to figure out how he going to cause it. Stop trying to figure out when it's going to come. You just ought to say thank you, 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 thank you. So when we talk about extreme, we're talking about a very pronounced, my God, can I tell you something? I just believe God is this kind of way. You think if you're suffering, if your suffering been public, I'm gonna go. I can't even do this. Can, if your if your suffering been public, I'm trying not to throw some because I don't want to splash. If your suffering been public, thank you, Lord. You think God not going to do something extreme for you? <laughs> like if your suffering been public, you think God not getting ready to do something? I just, I just, I just know him to be that kind of God. So like if your suffering has been, been so public, woo, if whatever you've been through has been so public, I just believe God going to do something. He just does stuff at excessive degrees. Woo. That's what it means when it means extreme, that he's going to do something in excessive degree, at the highest degree, at the maximum, in extreme measures. Woo! But I got to give you one more word that goes with extreme, like very pronounced. He's an excessive kind of God. He's an excessive God kind of God. So if he's saying an extreme breakthrough, he's talking about a pronounced breakthrough. He's talking about an excessive breakthrough. He's talking about a breakthrough at the highest degree. He's talking about a breakthrough at the extreme measure. God is going to go to extremes for you. Can I back this up in, in the scripture? Come on now. God is going to go to extremes for you. Another word is expedient. Ooh, come on now. I like words. Another word is expedient. Come on now. Oh my God, extreme, expedient. When it says it's an expedient, woo, come on. He's going to go through, come on, <laughs> come on, suitable or appropriate. I got to go. I can't do this. 
It's not just going to be extreme, but it's going to be a suitable and appropriate breakthrough for you. Ooh, it's not, it's going to be suitable and appropriate to the circumstance or to the situation. It's going to be suitable or appropriate to what you need. The scripture says, find this scripture, Keith. The scripture, say, the scripture talks about when we are in a circumstance or situation that we dare not ask our father for a fish and then he turn around and give us a snake. That's not the kind of God that we serve. So if the Lord is saying, Auntie, if the Lord is saying, Lynn, the Lord is saying, Deshana, if the Lord is saying, Teresa, that it's going to be an extreme breakthrough, it's going to be suitable and appropriate, Tremaine, for your circumstance, Julia, for your situation. It's going to be suitable and appropriate to the circumstance or the situation. Woo, come on now. My God, in the name of Jesus, let me give you the scripture. Come on. My God, I thank you, Father God. I've been seeing this too. Oh, my God. Oh, thank you for your word this morning. Thank you for your word. I hear you, Lord. Thank you. Extreme, suitable, appropriate. Oh, my God. My God. My God. My God. My God. Give me the scripture. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Extreme, suitable, and appropriate. Oh, my God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I hear you. I hear you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Let me find this scripture for us this morning. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Father God. I got you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. An extreme. Lord, I thank you for an extreme. I thank you, Father God, for doing the extreme. Thank you for doing the extreme. Thank you for doing beyond what we could see or what we think is impossible. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to take you over to 1 Kings. I've been seeing this scripture in my um, mind for a minute. And it's, um, it's Elijah's message to Ahab, right? Um, and this is this, there has not been rain, right? There has not been rain. Ooh, come on, come on, come on, come on. There has not been rain. So we've been in a season where there has not been rain. I can't do this this morning. Oh my God. There has been a season where there has not been rain. Ooh, come on. There has been a season where there has not been rain, right? And so Elijah is um getting ready to talk to to ahab right Woo! and so the lord has brought a word to elijah oh my god and ahab has already casted blame of what's going on in israel on elijah right and so god had an agenda for israel god has an agenda for you i hear you lord god and um israel was suffering Woo! come on <laughs> Israel was suffering, but Israel wasn't suffering because of Elijah. Israel was suffering because of failed leadership. We in First Kings, y'all, 18. They were suffering because of failed leadership, but everybody wanted to blame Elijah, but Elijah was just the serpent, right? Elijah was just the, the, I mean, the servant. Elijah was just being used by God. And so imagine this, remember, come on, Holy Spirit. There's an extreme stage set for what's about to happen. I gotta go. 
There's an extreme stage set for what's about to happen. So what's about to happen doesn't happen just between Elijah and Ahab. There are extreme crowds of people that are available to witness what's about to happen. Remember, I just said this would be an extreme breakthrough. I just said, the Lord just said that that if you suffer publicly, what he was about to do for you would be in a measure that could be seen. Come on now. So, so there was um there was an extreme, there was big crowds, there was a bun bunch of people like that were all around them, right? And so, and so um, but there's something significant in here that I need to give to you this morning. I hear you, Holy Spirit. So Elijah is at Mount Carmel and Ahab has summoned all the Israelites and all the prophets, right? Um, and then Elijah approaches all the people. But this is this is something significant that Elijah says. He says, how long? I can't do this. I can't even contain this right now. He says, how long will you waver? Come on, Lord. Come on. Come on, Holy Spirit. Teach this thing. He says, how long will you waver <laughs> between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. <laughs> but if Baal is, follow him. But the people didn't answer with the word. And at the time, Elijah thought he was the only remaining prophet of the Lord. So Baal's prophets had like 450 men, right? And so a testing was coming. A testing was coming. So there is no double-minded, come on, y'all, for this miracle, for this breakthrough, for this extreme, for whatever it is God is trying to position you for in this next season, you cannot afford to be double-minded. Can you put that in your notes, in your comments? I cannot afford to be double-minded. Come on, y'all. I cannot afford to be double-minded. So if I'm string, if I'm if I'm singing or prophesy or speaking over my circumstance or situation, I feel the Holy Ghost push um, over my circumstance or situation that the struggle is over. Then when I shut down the devotional this morning, Auntie, I'm not picking back up the struggle. I'm not getting ready to let my mind be worried. I'm not going to be all over the place. I'm going to act like I possess in my hand a yes and an amen. I'm going to act like Julia. I possess in my bank account a yes and an amen. I'm going to act like Vanessa that I possess in my body a yes and amen. I'm going to act like in my neighborhood, no matter what goes on, that I possess a yes and an amen. I'm going to act like in my mind that I possess a yes and an amen. I'm going to act like in the government, there is a yes and an amen. I'm going to act like at work, there is a yes and an amen. I'm going to act like my sons are on their way home. Why? Because there is a yes and there is an amen. I'm going to act like the influence is coming. The doors are open. The opportunities are happening because there is a yes and an amen. I'm going to act like and see myself if my car ain't been working, driving something new. Why? Because there is a yes and an amen. I'm going to look like the doctor's report is going to be flipped. And there is a yes and an amen. I'm going to look like the struggle is over and more power and influence will be in my life because there is a yes and an amen. So today, as of today, come on, as of today, I can't afford, 
I can't afford to be double-minded any longer. I cannot afford. Why? Because the word has been declared over me that the struggle is over. And if it look like it ain't ended, I'm going to possess the grace that's offered to me in Jesus Christ. And Isaiah 48, 28, when God says, do you not know who I am? And then he gives a promise. They that wait upon the Lord. So even if it looks like I'm waiting a little bit longer for the man, if it looks like I'm waiting a little bit longer for the woman, there is something that is happening in my waiting as God is preparing the stage for an extreme breakthrough. And in my waiting, what I'm doing is developing. In my waiting, what I'm doing is being strengthened. What I'm doing in my waiting is getting the wisdom I need. For he said in his word, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength, shall mount upon wings like eagles. They shall run and not get weary and walk and not faint. What God has called you to, you're going to have to run. What God has called you to, you're going to have to mount up like garrison. What God has called you to, you're going to have to operate in sobriety. What God has called you to, you're going to have to lay a hold and possess the truth. Why? Because every promise has a yes and amen. So here, he has set the stage. I got to go. He has set the stage for extreme breakthrough. He has set the stage for extreme, extreme change. He has set the stage. So while you are waiting, stop thinking that your waiting is wasted. Pastor Jennifer Johnson said, preparation is never time wasted. While you are waiting, you are being strengthened. While you are waiting, you are being groomed. While you are waiting, you are being prepared for something greater than yourself, because this isn't just about you anyway. Come on now. He said, so there's no place for double-mindedness. Come on. There's no place for double-mindedness. Come on. Israel at this time was drunk. Ooh, come on. Israel in this time was so double-minded that they seemed drunk, bobbling from side to side. And here Elijah comes to present them with an opportunity. James 4 and 8, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. So Elijah is coming to a defining moment and he's saying to them, he says, look, you're going to have to make up your mind about God. Look, you're going to have to make up your mind about God. You're going you're gonna to either follow another God or you're going to follow. There, there's no but there's no gray area where God is concerned. He told the church of Laodicea, he said, you are lukewarm. You're not cold. You're not hot. So I'm going to spit you out my mouth because I need you to make up your mind about me. Today, I got to make up my mind about God. I got to make up that if God is for me, who can be against me? I got to make up that I'm more than a conqueror. My God, I got to make up in my mind that God will never leave me and he'll never forsake me. I got to make up in my mind that I'm not orphaned and I'm not abandoned. I got to make up in my mind that God is for me. I got to make up in my mind that God loves me. I got to make up in my mind that God sees me. I got to make up in my 
mind that God has a plan for me. I got to make up in his, my, my mind that God over, will overwhelm me with his goodness and his mercy. I got I to gotta make up in my mind that I get a fresh start and a brand new beginning every day. I got to get a makeup in my mind that I am forgiven. Come on now. You don't have a lost story. You don't have a lost story. You just got to make up in your mind that God is still God. You got to make up in your mind that God loves you so much. You got to make up in your mind that God will show his strong right hand up in your life. You just got to make up in your mind. So the people don't even answer a lot. <laughs> so he says to the prophets about, he says, look, you can have a stage first. <laughs> you, you can have a, you can have a stage first, <laughs> right? Call on, call on your name of your God. He said, but don't light the fire. He says, since you are so numbered, choose yourself. They got these bulls. He said, and prepare first. Then call on your name on your God, but don't light the fire. So they took the bull, gave him, prepared it, kept, called on the name of Baal from morning to noon, saying, Baal, answer us. Baal, answer us. But there was no sound. No one answered. They danced around, danced around the altar, and they knew. At noon, Elijah mocked them. He said, shout loudly, for he's a God. Maybe he's thinking it over. Maybe he has wandered away. Or maybe he's on the road. Perhaps he's sleeping and will wake up. They shouted loudly. They cut themselves with knives and spears according to their custom. Blood gushed over them. All afternoon, they kept raving until the offering of the evening sacrifice. But there was no sound. No one answered. And no one paid attention. And then Elijah said to all the people, Come near to me. <laughs> So all the people approached him. Then he repaired, he prepared, he repaired the Lord's altar that had been torn down. Elijah took 12 stones according to the number of the tribes of Jacob, to whom the word of the Lord had come, saying, Israel will be your name. And he built an altar with the stones in the name of the Lord. Then he made a trench around the altar, large enough to hold about four gallons. Next he arranged the wood, cut up the bull, placed it on the wood, filled four parts of what with water poured on the offering to be burned on the wood. Then he said a second time. So he wet the wood up. <laughs> Looks like an impossible, extreme situation. <laughs> the wood is wet. <laughs> the wood is wet. Looks like an impossible, extreme situation. He says, he says, fill it. He said, pour it on again. He said, pour it on again. And they did it third time. So water ran all around the altar. He even filled the trench with water. At the time for offering the evening sacrifice, the prophet Elijah approached the altar and said, that's, that's how I know there ain't but one true God. He approached the altar and said, Lord, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel today. Extreme breakthroughs, <laughs> extremely public, <laughs> extremely in the presence of people, expedient, appropriate to the circumstance and the situation that you're in. <laughs> you will not be made a public fool and God not bless you in such a way. He says, at the time of the offering, the evening sacrifice, the prophet Elijah approached the altar and said, Lord, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, today, that ought to be your thing. Today, today, let it be known that you are God over, you are, 
It says over Israel, let it be known, let it be known that you are God in Lakeisha's life. Ooh, let it be known, Stasi, that you are God in Lakeisha's life. Let it be known that you are the God of LMJ Ministries. Let it be known. Let it be known. This is what Elijah prayed. He said, let it be known today. Let it be known that you are the God in Israel and I am your servant. And that at your word, I have done all these things. Not at my word, not at my cause, not according to my purpose, but Lord, according to your word. He says, he says, let it be known that you are God in, he says, Israel. I'm going to say in Lakeisha's life, in Javen's life, in Jermaine's life, in Josiah's life, in Judah's life, in Lyric's life, in Logan's life, in Shiloh's life, in Casey's life. Let it be known in every partner of LMJ Ministries. My God, let it be known in my neighborhood. Let it be known in the White House. Let it be known in Arkansas. Let it be known. Come on now. These are extreme measures. He says, let it be known. I am your servant and that at your word I have done all these things. Answer me, Lord. Answer me so that this people will know that you, the Lord, are God and you have turned their hearts back. Then the Lord's fire <laughs> fell and consumed the burnt offering, the wood, the stones, and the dust, and it licked up the water that was in the trench. When all the people saw it, they fell face down and said, the Lord, he is God. The Lord, he is God. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I'm going to say it. The thing that God is about to cause to happen on your life is so that others will know that he is God, will turn and worship and serve them. Miracles, signs, and wonders still have to occur for those that do not believe. The thing that is about to happen on your life is so that others can turn to the Lord. God is about to get the glory out of this circumstance and the situation that you have been experiencing. The struggle is over. Your responsibility to this is to make up your mind that the Lord thy God is with thee and that no weapon formed against you shall prosper from this day forward refuse to be double-minded come in agreement with the word of god and nothing else there is an extreme breakthrough a breakthrough suitable for your circumstance and your situation that is about to happen for you. My God, and I hear the word of the Lord. It's going to be public. <laughs> it's not going to be private. It's going to be the highest degree of what you need according to your circumstance and according to your situation. My God, this is the word of the Lord.
You can't suffer publicly and he not reward you privately. You cannot suffer publicly and he not reward you privately. I mean, publicly. He's just not that kind of God. I hear you, Lord. I hear you, Lord. I decree and declare extreme breakthroughs according to the circumstances and the situations that we have faced in Jesus' name. Amen. The struggle is over. <laughs> Lord God, I thank you for your word today. <laughs> Ooh, mark my word. Put a put a put a pause on this. Put a seed on this. Put a note in your notebook. Put a praise on this. Put an expectation on this. Some of y'all have suffered for way too long because of double-mindedness. Take today, let today be the position that you stand in the word and say, you know what? <laughs> the, the way I have suffered, the things that I've gone through, my God, come on, y'all. Take this, chew this, meditate this. Extreme breakthrough pronounced excessive into the measure of what you need my god the struggle is over father god we thank you and we receive the word i can't even <laughs> let your glory be revealed <laughs> confirm the words of your servant today <laughs> confirm the words of every word that has proceeded out my mouth today that you be glorified in such a major way in Jesus name amen if the Lord places on your heart to partner to give into this ministry go to the website lmjministries.org and you can give there find out all the ways to give um that's the first thing um uh, Lord thank you <laughs> Bless the giving of your people. I thank you, Father God, when they sow a seed today, <laughs> that it will just break through. Father, we cannot do your work without financial gain. And yes, some of us have not been good stewards. We haven't. But Lord God, we thank you, Father, that you can show grace anyway. My God, some of, them, some of us need to come out of struggling in our finances. So, Lord God, I thank you, Father God, that you are breaking through in their finances today, Lord God. And this seed will cause them to overcome. And for those that do not have to give, let their praise be a down payment on what you have said today in the name of Jesus. Overwhelm, overtake them with your goodness today. Thank you, Lord God. I thank you for breakthrough. I thank you for circumstances and situations changing today, Lord God. I thank you, you are moving expediently. I thank you, Lord God, you are doing above and beyond what we think and ask or imagine according to the power that work in us. I thank you, you are blessing the work of our hands. I decree and speak increase, increase, increase in Jesus' name, amen. Second thing is if you've never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, this is your moment. This is your moment. This is your moment. This is what's going to give you the breakthrough. This is what's going to give you the extreme change. 
My life changed when I accepted Jesus Christ. My life changed. I was never the same. Starts with a confession of faith. Y'all, I wish I could, y'all could feel what's going on in the inside of me right now. I promise you, I am so stirred up that when I shut this devotional down, I'm going to put my own praise on this word. The assignment of the enemy is canceled against your life. The spirit of stagnation is gone. My God, I thank you. You are causing us to break forth, break through. My God, you are causing us to prosper, to move, to change. Even in our most desert situation, I thank you, Father God, that we can take off the the, the garment of sorrow, the garment of weariness, and put on the garment of praise today. Lift your people up in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, if you've never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, this is your moment. Um, I promise you, the confession of faith changes something inside of you. You may not see it all at once, but once you make the confession of faith, the Holy Spirit goes to work in the inside of you. Come on. Dear Jesus, I'm in need of a savior. I'm asking you to come into my life to take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you prayed that prayer, send us an email, info at justbeinglmj.com, and I want to send you some resources, and I want to send you some materials. The struggle is over. Hmm. Can I say it two more times? The struggle is over. Come on, one last time. The struggle is over for you. I love you. God loves you. I love you. God loves you so much more. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> now do me a favor. Go be loved today. Let someone else experience the love of God through you. I love you. I'll see you in the morning. 6 a.m. Love, peace, and blessings. The struggle is over. Oof. The struggle is over.